Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. With me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. I don't know if it's as always, though, anymore, because I messed up last week, and I had to work uh, some extra time, and that is why we were not on last week, and I totally ruined it. You know what, though? Being off for a week, when that beat just came on before the show started, I kind of I kind of felt it a yeah, little so more, you know I. what I mean? I got a little, little bump in the chest, started a little <laughs> bobbing my shoulders a little bit, feeling good. I'm ready for this. I'm I'm excited to be back. That's right. So this is our uh, this is our last show before Christmas because we will be coming on. Uh, we are going to be do the day after Christmas, which is uh, the Thursday, because we usually are on Wednesdays live on Facebook, uh, and then come on to all the other platforms Thursday morning. We will be going live Thursday after Christmas, ten thirty ish, like usual, and then on New Year's. Most people get New Year's Day off, not the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We hook it up, strap it on, put our big boy pants on, and we go at it. So we will be here January 1st for Season 3, Episode 1 of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Season 3, man. How crazy is that, dude? That's awesome. This is, you know, a lot of people said that we would never be able to commit to something. Yeah. I feel like this is a commitment that we have made happen. Well, speaking of that, I'd like to take the time to announce my um, for, formally announce my retirement from the Nosebleed Sports Podcast coming in uh, January 19th on my birthday of 2055. Oh, dude, you had me all goofed up right there. <laughs> we did not plan that. I'm like, what? This We just spent a half hour talking. And you didn't say anything about okay, fifty five. I, I can I can so only we got thirty years. I can only give you another years. like thirty five more years. Right, I'm I'm good for thirty I'm good for Yeah, I'm good for another thirty five years. Yeah, I, if you can. I'm gonna be in my seventies then. Just Dude, the get off my lawn segment will truly be a get off my lawn segment at that point in it'll time. Be, it'll be back by then. It'll be for so sure. good. All right, so this week we got a lot of good stuff, right? So uh, we're going to do a little bit of baseball talk. We obviously have – there's been some big signings. The Reds have done a lot. We are based out of Cincinnati, so we do a lot of Reds talk, a lot of Cincinnati talk. Uh, there's some good stuff going on in college basketball. There's some good stuff going on in the NBA. The NFL is coming into uh, playoff – the playoff season, if you will. There's two weeks left in the in the NFL season. Uh, but we're not going to go too deep into that stuff because it is a week before Christmas, and we got some fun stuff we want to throw at you on the backside. So we'll do a little bit of sports in the beginning, and then we're going to kick this thing into some uh, a little bit of a little bit of goofiness, like the Nosebleed Sports Podcast likes to do. Uh, you've got a story. We got a topic that you have a, a really good story on that I'm dying to hear. And I'm pretty sure you got a good one to go with it. And I do too. I'm so excited. All right, so <laughs> hang on for that because that's coming up in our third segment. But to f- start it off, uh, you know, a lot of people support us, so we want to support the people that support us. Adam, tell us about what we got. Well, one of the main people that support us is training personally. Uh, there's no reason to wait until January, and that's that uh, line in this read is going to expire pretty yes, soon. Yes, it will. You're uh, going to have to rewrite got, that thing. <laughs> you only got one more week. Uh, but don't wait that one more week. They're open. Training personally is open. Go yes. right now. Go Let's tomorrow. Uh, but don't wait uh, to start getting back in shape. A lot of us think every day that we need to start uh, – 
start or get back on a fitness routine. You might belong to a gym already, uh, but you might lack motivation to go by yourself. You got to make up your own workouts and you're not even sure if you're doing the right things for your specific unique body. Whatever you're doing now, start over. Go check out training personally with Peggy Edwards. She's a certified personal trainer and a certified nutrition specialist. Peggy Edwards has your circuit training workout already set up and ready for you to start right now. You'll get the one-on-one -on -one attention from a certified personal trainer, but you don't pay the outrageous hourly fees that you're going to pay from other personal trainers. Uh, lots of membership options. Peggy will start, uh, or sorry, will structure a workout, a nutrition plan, and a payment plan that best suits you. Stop in, take a look around, tell Peggy that you heard about training personally on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, and she will give you your first month of membership to the gym for free. That's a potential, so she's open six days a week. Uh, that's a potential, what, uh, 180 workouts, yeah. something like that. Um, it's a lot. So uh, anyway. Or 30. 30? Oh, no, I said she's o she's open six days a week, so that's only She's open like six days a week, but it's o she's only going to give you the first month, not the first three months. Right. Right, just but, the first Well, month. but every day. Unless you go twice a day. And you can go twice a day. You can go twice a day because she's open in the mornings and in the afternoons. So the closest I ever came to failing a class in school was a math class. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> you can get 180 workouts for free. You can find. You can find. <laughs> All of the information you need at trainingpersonally.com. She's also on Facebook at Training Personally with Peggy Edwards. Go visit 3634 Boudinot Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, or give her a call. Give her a call. Give her a text. You can tra you can text the owner, operator, and tr and certified personal trainer yourself. 513-328-0296. It's Peggy Edwards. Five one three three two eight zero two nine six. We are also brought to you by the Vandergrift Gymnastics Group, which is in Cheviot as well, located at three five one one Harrison Avenue. Check them out; they uh, are always accepting new classes, toddlers. As long as your kid can go to the bathroom on a toilet, they will take them and let them flip around and jump on trampolines and do all kinds of fun stuff. It's extremely fun and exciting. They take all classes. They have they they take all ages for one class. So if you got kids of multiple ages, you don't have to worry about being there for four hours till one class is done. Start another. They put them in different areas of the gym, move them around. They stay in there. They also have a competition team, which uh, they're always looking for people to sign up and try out for. So get a hold of them. That is Vandergriff Gymnastics. You can call them at 513-481-4499-513. 481-4499. Okay, so uh, I'm going to call and I'm going to ask them, do they have classes for 37-year-olds? I can go to the bathroom on the potty by you myself. You can go on the potty by yourself. I can tell you this. I think I've said this multiple times. I might know the owner. Might be able to get you in there after hours and have a little 37-year-old class. Me and you jumping on trampolines, I think that'd be pretty fun. It's all about who you know, and that sounds like a delight. It is super fun, except for the fact that ever since I turned about 26, 
if I do anything that involves any kind of movement, I get nauseous. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I can't swing on a swing anymore. I can't jump I'm on totally a trampoline. Totally with you, dude. I get extremely <laughs> nauseous the second it starts. And I'm afraid if I jump on a trampoline, my knees, both my knees, both my <laughs> ankles, and both my hips are just going to snap in half. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So uh, Vandergriff sponsors our NFL Picks of the Week uh, Adam, I believe I was up by three going into week 14. Now, we missed week 15, so we did not make picks. However, we need to know what happened in week 14 because there's only two weeks left. And the loser of this contest between me and you picking three games every week on the Wednesday spread, which is not easy to do, mm-hmm. is going to have to eat four. That's right. I said four <laughs> stupid hot wings. From Wild Mike's Adam. Oh, boy. Where are we at after week 14? Week 14, uh, you're right. After week 13, you were up three games. Week 14, though? You came back. Well, you were you you didn't have a great week. You were one <sighs> and two. Oh. Which brings you to 25 and 17. All right. Me, on the other hand, 0 and 3. Oh! <laughs> Puts me a full week and a game ahead. It does. Oh, that it is does. so big. So I drop. I dropped to five hundred. I'm twenty one and twenty one on the season after fourteen weeks. Uh, well, now after fifteen weeks because we're skipping week fifteen. And you are twenty five and seventeen. You have a sizable lead. I'm not yes. mathematically eliminated yet. No, there are two more weeks. Nope. Two weeks left. Uh, and uh, so we'll get on with uh, week sixteen picks. So. Uh, oh, oh sixteen picks. All right, you're first though. Picks. I am first. Here's the deal. You're behind. So, in order for this to be fair, I want you to have all your your picks, and I will not. Or do I go first? I should go first since I'm ahead, right? If you're ahead, you can. Yeah, that way you don't pick the same team. That way you have the opportunity to make sure you're not picking the same team, so you can definitely get points. If you want to do it that way, I'm. I'm no, you know that. what? Go go ahead. I promise I won't. I won't take any of the same games. You can totally take the same games. I haven't looked at this thing. Yet. It's all about. I know, but it's all about uh, you, the confidence. Let's be fair. They're, they're Let's be fair. Picks. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I'm going to go first. I want you to make sure if I take one of your games, you have the opportunity to change it. Okay, but I still can take the same one. If I, I mean, want. you can, but it guarantees you not getting any points on me. Yeah, uh, you're right. All you're right. right. So here we go. Uh, we are going to start off, man. There's some good games here. Six and a half New England over Buffalo. That's in New England. That's a good game. Uh, that's a that's a full uh, almost a full touchdown. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this week off. New Orleans is giving three points in Tennessee. Tennessee's been playing really good. Ryan Tannehill might be one of the hottest, if not the hottest, quarterback besides Drew Brees in the entire NFL right now, which is really funny to even say. Ryan Tannehill's name. Hottest as in most attractive, right? Um, I don't think he's that attractive, but hottest. Okay, um, I, just, I assumed you were saying most attractive when you said hottest. I mean, you guys all know me out there. <laughs> if somebody's attractive and they're a male, I have no problem you telling you You have no you problem. That. I am fully fully secure in my masculinity and my <laughs> sexuality. I have no problem with that. Uh, anyway, I'm going with uh, spot on your face, Drew Brees, Minus three in Tennessee. Poor guy. Uh, and, and I'm also going to take – this is going to be a tough one. So Dallas is in Philadelphia. They're giving Philly two, point, two and a half points. I'm going to take Philadelphia at home plus two and a half. 
Last but not least, uh, I am going to, you know what? I'm just looking at games randomly. How about we do this? Let's do it. Three loss. Man, no, I can't take Denver. Uh, man, Pittsburgh's got Pittsburgh's giving three points to the Jets in New York. I'm taking New York in that game. I say that the Pittsburgh Steelers lose with their fifth backup or however many they've got going on now. I think it's their third their third string quarterback starting. He got uh, he got the call again. I'm taking the Jets and Mr. Sam Darnold. And it was three points, you said? Mine, uh, plus three yep. at home. Okay. First I don't feel first. confident with any of those picks at all. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I know this is we're based in Cincinnati, and most of the people that listen to this are from Cincinnati or Cincinnati fans. What about Pittsburgh losing their th- by far three best players in the last year, and they're eight and six? And they're eight and six. That's impressive. They've lost their three best players. One of them's still on the team, just hasn't played hasn't basically played. all year. They've got their third string quarterback out there, and they're still eight and six. You know gotcha. why? Because the Bengals and the Browns are in their division. They get to play them twice. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. But still, I mean, the Browns were supposed to be we're supposed to run away with this thing. You know, mm, supposed to be supposed to. And they get to play Baltimore, which that's a ten point game. And I just now saw that. I was tempted. You can switch it. Nope, I'm good. I'm I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. Love Lamar Jackson. I would love to see not? the Bengals. The Bengals are one in thirteen. Miami's three and eleven. Uh, if if Cincinnati wins this game, there is a possibility that they may not get the first pick in the draft. However, if they lose this game, they are guaranteed the first pick in the draft. So I say they lose this game, go beat the Dogs, the last game in in week 17, go to the Dog Pound, or is it in Cincinnati? That one might be in, I don't know where. I I can't remember. But either way, beat Cleveland, uh, go 2-14, lose to the Dolphins, and – Bring home one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever walk the face of the earth and Joe Burrow. Or at least that's what I'm going to say because he's going to be on our team next year. <laughs> so I just noticed that this is the, the first week that they start playing Saturday games. Um, There's like three or four of them. Yeah, there are three Saturday games, right? Uh, and I think they do that every year at the end of the year, right? They do. Once, I don't know once why, college football it's once college oh, football yeah, once college football's done and you can get into before bowl weeks and all that stuff, they get into it. Okay, so what's funny about this is I before the podcast I chose my three games and you chose two of the three ads. <laughs> did I take the actual teams that you took? Yeah, you did. Oh, oh. so and, and you're right. It, it makes more sense for me to take different games. You don't necessarily have to take the opposite of me. You can right. just take a different just take game. a different game. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then in that case, I think I'm gonna cross my. Uh, I'm gonna cross Philadelphia out because that was one that I had, and I think I'm. I think I am gonna take Baltimore. Minus ten, man, at Cleveland. They will. Uh, uh, they're just. They're they're almost separating themselves as the clear best team in this league. Almost, not quite. I don't think. You talking about Baltimore? I'm talking about Baltimore. Oh, I mean, at what are they? Twelve and two right now. I mean, they're they're they are showing in the AFC that they are as good or not better than anybody. And you got a team like New England who. Even after losing um, the week before the Bengals, because they obviously didn't lose to the Bengals, they're eleven. They're eleven and three, but they're coming up against a tough Buffalo team that's already secured their spot in the playoffs at ten and four. 
Right. Uh, all right. So then uh, instead of New Orleans, because I had New Orleans as well, I'm going to take I'm going to take Miami, the Miami Dolphins, minus one okay. at home versus the Cincinnati Wow. Bengals. Wow. I'd be interested to see if both teams come out of the locker room. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like they both want to lose this game. This is, but this is uh, this is the one game of the year that the Dolphins are coming out feeling like they're the better team. <laughs> yeah, doesn't happen very often. You're right. You're right. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> so okay, so I'm gonna take Baltimore. I'm gonna take Miami, and then the third game I've got Buffalo uh, plus six and a half at New England. I'm gonna take that. Buffalo's had New England's number for yeah. for a while now, and uh, we'll see if that's the case again this time. But uh, that's what I'm taking. I just realized this, but the Giants and the Redskins are playing each other, and they're both three and eleven. Yeah, man, I feel bad for anybody that puts any money on that game. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has any idea what's going to happen. <laughs> betting against that game is just like betting against one of these games that's like that's like yeah. two of the best teams. You yeah, know? Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like this Bills Patriots game. All right, so there we go. We've got our teams. You wrote mine down. You wrote yours down. I'm up four games with two weeks left. I feel so good about this. I have never won a bet. What do you got there? We got a mascot. We got a nosebleed sports podcast what is mascot. It? What is that thing? This is an ant. Oh, it's an ant. We got an ant. Um, and his like name Aunt Aunt Peggy or uh, yeah, aunt his Sue? name. His name is Aunt LeBron. Aunt LeBron. And right. speaking of Aunt LeBron, it took Joe Leonard no time at all to guess what's going on here tonight. Uh, with my sweatshirt, I'm trolling you a little bit. I I know, I know. <laughs> they lost their th- the the <laughs> LeBron cannot beat the Pacers. LeBron James last year, Adam and I went to the uh, the Lakers Pacers game. It was for my birthday. I, I I got some tickets for my birthday. Me and Adam went to the Pacers game in. LA or in LA in Indianapolis <laughs> that would have been, been nice. cool uh, and LeBron suffered the worst defeat in his entire career 40 something points and to just was. keep it going this year he goes to Indiana I did not go to the game this time mm-hmm. and he Either loses that. by three uh, last night congratulations Adam loves the Pacers he loves a team that's just good enough to beat good teams but not exactly good enough to ever be really good so good for you and your Pacers uh, I actually had a Pacers sweatshirt on earlier today so that's really funny um, yeah because I had to buy a Pacers sweatshirt at the game because all I had on was a long sleeve shirt and it got down to like 20 degrees and, and the game a, got and out. it's a long walk from where we park. <laughs> yes, it was. Anyway, all right, so uh, congratulations to the Pacers. They got one of three losses for LeBron, but you know what? AD didn't play that game. You're right, he didn't. You know what I mean? There's some, there's some things there. Uh, if LeBron really wanted to win that game, he would have done it, but you don't want to win too many games. Yeah, it's part of the whole load management thing. Yeah, he took a little it's, time It's called off. win management. It's called win management. You don't want to go out there and try to break records because when you break records, you don't win championships. I mean, just ask just ask Golden State Warriors. That's right. That's right. The year they, they uh, set the sure record I'm pretty sure LeBron was wins. the one that uh, shoved it in their mouth, too. You're right. 
Touche. So you touche. Get, you there you go. Back on this got your back. All right. So <laughs> on that case, I got something I want to go over, uh, and that is the Cincinnati Reds have been making moves. I saw a tweet the other day that said, in the past ten years, the Cincinnati Reds have spent 151 million dollars in free agency, and that is, it said, by far, last place. I saw that very same in tweet. all of the league. However, the last two years they've really been doing some making some moves. They've they've been proving that they want to do things. They want to make things happen. They uh they they picked up Mike Mustakis, mm-hmm. uh who's going to play in the infield, I'm assuming second base, pushing uh basically making Nick Senzel the everyday starting center fielder. That's just what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And now it has been made official. It's been out there for our, almost a week now, but it has been made official after the physical. Wade Miley is going to come into this starting rotation, and this starting rotation all of a sudden looks like top five, top five to six starting rotations in this entire league. Yeah, I'm. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue against that. I'm not saying they're the best. But I'm not saying that. But I mean, they're not middle of the pack. This is a legit Sonny Gray after last year, the way he pitched. Luis Castillo, um, uh, uh, Trevor Bauer, who we all know what he can do. I mean, he struggled his first two starts or his first start, uh, but came back and was normal. Trevor Bauer by the end of the year. Wade Miley, who does Wade Miley things. Who again? I kind of look at Wade Miley kind of like a Trevor Bauer, right? He's going to eat up some innings. Yeah, he's consistent. And in a, in a lineup where you already have a Luis Castillo, a lineup in a rotation that you already have Luis Castillo at the top, Sonny Gray second, all you need is consistency to fill that out. And his best two years of his career were his last two years, last season being in Houston, and then even better than that, he had an ERA under three uh, two years ago in Milwaukee. Pitching for pitching coach Derek Johnson, who is now the Reds, the pitching, Reds coach, pitching coach, who has been in only one year there. Guys are just raving about how good he is. It's nuts between him and this guy that they brought in. Um, we talked to Bob. We talked to Bobby Nightingale Jr. about him. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a, a well, pitching so guru many. basically, and all he, he looks at spin rates and and all that other garbage. These these pitchers love these two. They love them. They love they love this this expert guy. They love they love Johnson, the pitching coach. They they go nuts over these guys. And when people like their coaches, they just play better. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's exciting. So so add Wade Miley to this staff already. Uh, add Mike Mustakis, the bat we really needed. Um, and there I say we the bat the Reds really needed. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I think everybody feels like they're not done. That, you're right. You still feel like there's an outfielder they're going to go after. Yes. That's got to be the next thing, right? It has to be. I mean, if um, they said they're not done. We're at winter meetings right now. We've still got another couple months. They've already said they're not done. There's there's a lot of a lot of free agents out there. And when you look at this team, we talked about bats. That's where everything kind of struggled for us last year. It was definitely the offense because the pitching was phenomenal. However, the year before, the offense was phenomenal. So, and the pitching was terrible. And you thought the offense would be there. Pitching comes through. So, you add Moustakis, who hit 35 bombs last year. Mm -hmm. 
Hopefully they don't change the ball. Yeah. Because uh, everybody hit 35 exa- bombs last year. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he continues to do that. Uh, however, you know, it's an offensive spot in that in that middle of the infield where the Reds struggled last year. We had to look at a Peraza all year. We had to look at different guys like that who just didn't perform in, in the batter's box. And Mike Moustakis... Besides last year where he hit 35 bombs, he has proven that he has been a consistent hitter on World Series teams, uh, in many playoff teams um, in previous years, and the guy is just a gamer. Right? I mean, when you got a beard like that, you're just a gamer. (laughs) Yep, yep. you got a beard, you're good at something. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to be exciting, like you said, that he basically kind of guarantees Senzel to stay in center, and then I think that moves – Freddie Galvis over to to play short probably every day at least as far as we're we're looking at right now. The way I understand it too is Freddie Galvis is just as good as any defensive player at shortstop. We talked to Bobby now Nightingale Jr. at the end of the Red season last year, and he was big on Freddie Galvis. Yeah. He really was really talking about how good Freddie Galvis was, especially on the defensive end. And and it's and it's hard to be as good as Jose Iglesias at shortstop, but yeah. it, even if he's not quite as good, it's maybe it's a tiny drop-off and you're still in really but good shape. But you're getting a better bat then. And you're getting, you're a, getting better a better bat. bat. So if you get a better bat, a, dis, a, a definite better bat, and, and, and maybe a maybe a slight drop on the defensive end from one of the top three defensive players in the in the league, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'd take that every day of the week. Sure, yep. Uh, yeah, especially – because of how they were last year, because they really needed that extra help. And, and Freddie Galvis was pretty good, you know, at least for the first couple of weeks or whatever he came over uh, in that trade. So uh, if he's he's there every day and he hits like he's hit the last couple of years and he, he plays good defense, and then you got Moustakis in there at second, and you got the, the, the solid guys at, at the corners, uh, Votto and – and Suarez, uh, and you got Castillo, Gray, Disco, Miley, and who am I missing? Bauer. Bauer. Mm-hmm. Good night. I mean, yeah. and you're this not, you're is just... the first time the Reds have had five starters that the entire league will know. Like, yeah, you could literally walk up to anybody that knows baseball. You can go to Chicago. You can go to uh, L.A. and you can name the Reds five starters, and everybody's gonna go, "Oh, I know him. Oh, I know him. I know yeah. him. I know him." And people are gonna be like, "Maybe wow. Disco. Maybe Disco is the guy they don't know." And he was fantastic. And the he last might be months. our fourth, third, or fourth starter yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, so I, things are looking up, and there's still here's what's different to me about this team. Not only are they are they proving that there's a different mentality in the front office by actually signing guys the last two years now, mm-hmm. the last two years, but here just hearing the Reds in rumors about signings and trades uh, with you big never, guys big, with big, big free guys. agents, Mookie Betts. People are talking <laughs> about crazy. the Reds trading for Mookie Betts, and it's a real thing. They have probably enough to – I mean, they'd have to give up a, a ton. Maybe they even have to give up a Luis Castillo or something. Maybe you don't want to do that. But still, they have enough. Luis, I don't feel like you could give up your stopper. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know what I mean? If you're going to develop this and your pitching is what it is right now, mm-hmm. man, you have brought in a rotation. I feel like you got to find maybe a Stevenson. And Stevenson's probably not even that guy anymore, but who's your next guy down in the – because because Boston's going to be Boston, they're going to look for somebody in your uh, in your minor league system. Your best pitcher in your minor league system, your best uh, on base percentage guy in your sure. minor league system, and go after him. Mm-hmm. But 
I hope they don't do anything with this staff because this starting rotation right now, we have one and two, and then three, four, and five are all number threes. They're all number threes. Yeah. Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Bauer, Miley, Disco, I put them against anybody's number three in the entire league. And I feel like we win a lot of series because of three, four, and five. I agree with you. I do. Um, yeah, I, I, that's 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 been the thing that sticks out to me the most is the, the, just hearing their names. And now you're talking about because everybody knows that the next big need is another outfielder. So you're talking. People are talking a ton Mookie about bets and these no, guys. Well, and Castellanos, other Castellanos, the, the Castellanos, next yeah. the next guy that they're going to sign if oh, they sign oh, another yeah. free agent. Castellanos is probably the best available outfielder right now left. Jeezel Pete, you put him out there with Senzel and um, and Aquino, mm-hmm. and yep. then you're. And you got Winker coming off the bench, who hits, who still hits the heck out of righties. I mean, Winker's out there for one reason. I hate to say it, I, I, I Jesse, Jesse Winker's a bat that you can use. Yeah, absolutely. but he's only good for one thing, and that's hit right-handed pitching. Right. Maybe he gets better and he proves differently, but for now, I, he's a little slow on defense. But he's a bat, and he can hit a right-handed pitcher very well. Right. And uh, so, so. That's what we've got going on here. There have been major, major, major signings and trades throughout the rest of baseball. The biggest names you can imagine in the sport almost uh, have signed big deals in the last week or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, through the winter meetings, even a couple guys before that. Uh, but you got Steven Strasburg deciding to re sign with the Nationals. That was a big deal. He became the, the highest paid pitcher, I think, in baseball history with his deal. And then, like, the day or maybe two days later, Garrett Cole signed now the new biggest right. <laughs> pitching deal for a pitcher uh, in baseball He's history. He's the highest the paid Yankee, I heard. I just heard he was the oh. highest paid Yankee. So we were talking about that before. We thought Stanton, maybe. Ah, oh, man. See, now I case, need to look it up. If that's the case, then yeah, he must be the highest paid pitcher player in baseball um but we'll okay so we'll check on that but you got but garrett I'm coming cole, up on that you talk about garrett cole for a minute and i'm gonna come up on that so okay so he he leaves a team that was actually better than the yankees to sign with the yankees but the interesting thing about that is garrett cole is a grew up a yankees fan he was a lifelong yankees fan right. this is actually like a dream of his I they just talked saw, about it at the end of the world series last year they actually talked to him about that yeah and i saw a uh uh, a, a photo today on TV that they were showing of him when he was, I think, 11 years old. It was 2001 or two or something. He was at the World Series holding up a sign that said Yankees fan now, later, and forever or something something along those lines. But he was, I think it said he was 11. And, uh, and they showed the picture of him at the World Series game. Clo- pretty close to the field it looked like too he must have uh come from some money but anyway uh and now he has way more than he grew up with i'm sure oh yes uh, <laughs> so anyway he gets to basically live his dream i guess and pitch for the team that he grew up loving uh that's like you growing up to play for third base for the shortstop or third base for the uh for the cincinnati reds it would be cincinnati unbelievable reds. yeah what would it be like for you to play basketball for who was your nba bat i mean it'd be the chicago bulls right yeah growing up as yeah. the bulls for sure yeah. for sure um so uh you got strasburg you got cole anthony rendon signed seven years 245 with the angels uh you got Corey kluber was traded uh, how much so was it 275 245 245 for seven years yep how about A Rod? I'm just looking at this. A Rod got paid 
A-Rod, that just, just contracts in general, right? They're just talking about biggest contracts total, not not per year. Was it like 10 years, 252 or something? Mike like Trout, 12 years, 426 and a half. That's ridiculous. Bryce Harper, 13, 330. Manny Machado, 10 years, 300. <laughs> A-Rod, Yankees, 10 years, 275. 275 okay. Next, A-Rod, <laughs> Rangers, <laughs> 10 years, 252. That was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> that is so that's, ridiculous. That's it's crazy. not even funny. That man has so much money, and now he's making plenty of money doing baseball on TV. That dude's, yeah, good for good for you, Aaron. <laughs> Everybody hated you, and now you are. Now he's beloved. He is. It's no joke. He really is beloved. Uh, so anyway, just to go down this. So then it's Pujols, ten years, two forty. Cano, ten years, two forty. David Price. David Price at two seventeen. Uh, seven years, two seventeen. Well, where's okay? So this isn't updated because none of this year's stuff is in it. Yeah, you got well, Scherzer seven two ten. Yeah, these these guys aren't in it. So so just in the last few days, though, these guys all. So what was Grant? What was what was uh, Garrett Cole? Uh, that I didn't write down. It was it was uh, I think it was like twenty five years seventy seven billion or something like that. <laughs> I think that's I, just off the top of my head. I think that's top what it was. Head, from that's what, I can what it was. Huh? Um, but <laughs> Rendones was the only one. I, I mean, I had Rendones seven years, two forty-five, and then I I've got uh, that's the thing. Mustakis was four years, sixty-four, and Wade Miley's Wade Miley's contract feels like such a club-friendly contract. Two years, fifteen million, and a club option for the for twenty twenty-two. And he was a stud. I know that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'd he's take he's that making in seven and a half a year for take the next two years. Three hundred and twenty-four million dollars. He becomes the second highest paid baseball player of all time with uh, a okay. second highest contract of all time. Okay. Gotcha. 324 million behind Mike Trout. One Mike Trout. Which means who deserves to be the best That's right. Paid which player means which means before that was Mr. Uh, Mr. Steven Strasburg <laughs> who signed a giant contract and days later Garrett Cole laughed in his face and signed an even bigger <laughs> one. Steven Strasburg, in my opinion, was the MVP of the World Series. Um, but you know whether he's the highest paid or second highest. Was paid. it in your opinion, or didn't he actually win the MVP? No, I thought. Uh, was it? Who was it? Kendrick or so I thought somebody else did. No, Kendrick won it for the the NLCS. I thought somebody else won it for the Amer- for the. Uh, I don't know because everybody kind of hit. About this, like everybody got a little hot or whatever, hitting wise. But Strasburg had two wins and was like went not. Steven Strasburg won it. Yeah. Okay, he did. Okay. We both talked about how we thought he won it, and then he ended up winning it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad. He uh, should have. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, Steven he Strasburg. Congratulations, buddy. Good job, Steve. Uh. So okay. So here's the thing about contracts. The contracts to me are fine. The the years mean more to me than the money does. Sure, because and it's per year, kind yeah. Of a deal. And, and well, or just just thinking about what's going on on the field. Like, I mean, how many years are you giving a guy in his early thirties, late twenties, mid thirties? How many guy? You know, people talk all the time about how dangerous it is to to, to give a pitcher 
especially a pitcher. The pitcher seems to be the big years. thing, yeah, right. because a lot a lot of people that were Nationals fans were talking about how they thought they would it would be better to give Rodon, even though he was three or four years older than Strasburg. Uh, to re- try to re-sign him instead of Steven Strasburg because of the fact that he's a bat and he's in the field and he's not a pitcher. And pitchers just don't last as long. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, you always worry about arms. I mean, you always just worry about arms. So uh, you had – but but it's the, the amount of years and then just the teams that, that they're leaving and going to because that's where the biggest impact comes, right? It, it, so – Obviously, the Indians are kind of tearing this thing down because they already traded Bauer. Lindor is in major trade talks right now, or at least rumors. Um, he, he, there are several several teams talking about him. The Dodgers are talking about bringing Lindor in. Um, he's in there. They just traded Corey Kluber, who I was I was all over. I wanted them yeah. to trade Senzel for Kluber so bad at the yep. beginning of last year. Yep, and we then, talked about it all the time. We right. talked about it for like three straight podcasts. <laughs> right, and uh, and then Kluber ended up having a bunch of uh, like five bad starts, and then was out the rest of the year. He had he like in the past three years, he's had a he's like people were hard on him and saying how terrible of a signing that is and a trade that is, but in the past three years, he's had like a bad two months. Yeah, I, I mean he was he was the top three or four pitcher in the majors of the last couple of years, yeah. except last year. Uh, but anyway, so he goes to the Rangers. Uh, Texas is always in at least talks about signing big free agents, yep. and they needed some pitching help, and they got that in Kluber as long as he's healthy. Um, so if they trade Lindor, they're they're down to the bare bones there. I mean they're going to have to build this thing all the way back up. Um, the Indians are, uh, but the Rangers got better. Uh, the Angels got better with Rendon. You know, the Yankees definitely got way better with Cole, and the, and the Nationals are coming off. I mean, that's you have to do that. You're the guy. Scherzer was probably the be, might have been the best pitcher in baseball, and then Strasburg outperformed him. So you got to yeah. resign that guy. You just won a World Series. You want to keep winning. You got to sign those guys. I agree. Uh, so. Those are the big guys, really. Strasburg, Cole, Rendon, Kluber getting traded. Um, and then you're talking about big you know, trade rumors with Lindor and Betts. We talked about the outfielders that are available, Castellanos and Ozuna. Uh, Ryu, Ryu and Keiko are probably the next biggest uh, pitchers that are, that are free agents uh, that, that are going to sign somewhere. Um, and who knows if we're going to see what we saw last year where you got into – Dallas Keiko was one of those guys, I think, right, was where he – he didn't get. He didn't, he didn't start until the middle of the year. It was after that. It, it was, was after, after the All Star break. I want to say before he even signed. Yeah, I could be wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was after the All Star. I think you might be right. I think you might be right, and I'm sure we talked about that on this. And podcast. We talked about the Reds even picking him up. Like he was yeah. one of the biggest off season guys out there, but mm-hmm. people just weren't putting money towards it. Yeah, it, it was a weird thing, and they were. I mean, the players were really mad about it, and they yeah. were they were making some noise about it, and. Um, I'll tell you, a guy who has big-time opinions on everything, no matter who he's making mad, is Trevor Bauer. I love <laughs> – so I follow Trevor Bauer on on, on the tweet box mm-hmm. for one reason and one reason only because no, – well, two reasons. He's one of the smartest human beings about pitching that I've ever heard talk. Hmm. I've watched him on YouTube. Now, this little 
deal he does on YouTube where he has wine and cheese with another player. That's weird. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, he's got his own out. thing. But he also does – I've seen him uh, actually do like like in front of classes, which is weird, but talking about – I mean, he gets so in-depth, like talking about uh, the height of the – the height of the stitches and have we talked about this before? No, but yeah, I the love height it. of the stitches and the type of leather that they use, and you can't scrape the leather, and you can't, you know, people would use their fingernails to kind of, kind of do things to the, and you mm-hmm. you just can't do stuff like that, and it and it's completely going against pitchers, and he gets into it big time, and just the minute details that a guy like that gets into. I love that. I love that, too. I, I got to start that. paying more attention to that. Yeah, he's big on stuff like that. That's very cool. Um, so that's – I don't know why I threw that in there or what I was even saying. But um, anyway, a lot of player movement the last couple weeks here, and we still have some uh, plenty more you know chips to fall. Right. We're talking about the Reds maybe signing – getting another halfway big signing, uh, at least a – Mid-level, or if they sign a Castellanos, that's about as big as it gets. That's as big as it gets in the who's outfield. Left, yeah, yeah, who's left, yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, Unless you can find another uh, Aquino down in your <laughs> in your, in your your farm system somewhere. But and, it, and we're going to have to see what, you know, who who comes out. And, and I thought you were going to say we're going to have to see how Aquino actually plays. but That's what I mean. Oh, it is what you mean. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for this kid, man. I'm I'm really excited for him. I, you know, we got a, we got a true power hitter. There, he's going to strike out. It's going to happen. He's going to go through spurts. People didn't. There was a lot of Reds fans that didn't like Adam Dunn, but that dude, I'm the numbers he put up were really incredible. And if you put that bat. Dead smack in the middle of a lineup that can just straight rake. Mm-hmm. I take the strikeouts for a few three run bombs. Yep, if it's if it's translating to wins, that's the thing with Dunn here is is uh, he was a bad outfielder and he struck out so many times. And the Reds were losing. And the Reds and were losing. <laughs> that's that was why the biggest the, part. Yeah. The Reds were just losing. So right. yeah. and, and that was and that wasn't totally. I mean, they were actually they were putting up six seven runs a game at that time they had yeah. no pitching no no pitching so it really wasn't they had Aaron Harang that Aaron Harang was really good at that time yes That's besides it. him not much sorry Eric Milton yeah. um <laughs> so anyway we got a lot of stuff to to we'll, we'll talk plenty more we got know, a lot as of we baseball see stuff to get going into. on yeah before you know what though there's a lot of guys in baseball I've noticed here lately that have had like Tommy John surgery and things like that mm-hmm. uh so, so I, I, we're going to throw it a little sideways here. Adam had uh, Adam had something go down today, right? You've got some nerve endings going bad. We played so Thanksgiving Day football. Everybody knows we've talked about it multiple times with our Bengals insider Andre Edwards. We play a little Thanksgiving Day football every year with uh, me, Adam, and the rest of our cousins and some other friends and family. Uh, Adam took a little shot. Actually, it was it was actually a little shot. It, it wasn't, wasn't it wasn't as bad as it actually as Adam made it look. <laughs> but Adam's got some he's got some he's got some like uh, nerve problems in his neck and it like blew through his shoulder. He's having all kinds of issues. From what I understand, you had an MRI today to get it checked out. I did have an MRI. I love MRIs. You I do? I cannot wait to hear your story about today because I know you. We all know Adam, and we all know about all his phobias and everything he hates and is, just can't stand. I can't wait to find out. To, from, one question before you get into the story. One question. 
did you tell did you have to at any point tell them to pull you out of the MRI because you got uh you got uh, a little not scared maybe scared claustrophobic yeah claustrophobic I can I'm proud to say that it did not stop them I'm glad to hear that all right from that I can't wait to hear how the MRI went today this is first ever right never never been an MRI machine I, I you know I I I feel like there's like a very vague memory that I can barely, maybe I was just in a room with somebody else that was getting an MRI or something. I don't know, but for some reason I feel like there's a chance I may have gotten one at some point, but I don't really remember it much. So this, this may have been my first one and it's very fresh in my mind because it was just a couple hours ago. That's right. (laughs) And, uh, I got to tell you, it was, you know, I know about the, you know, people talk about it all the time people get claustrophobic and they, you know, you kind of panic or whatever. Yeah, people freak out. So I wasn't too sure about exactly what to expect. The doctor that sent me there kind of said, like, he sent me to this very specific one because he's like, yeah, you know, this one's not as bad. They got a better machine. It's not quite as as tight or whatever. How tight was it? It was way tighter than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. So let me start by saying this. I also didn't know I was going to have to take my clothes off. (laughs) I get there, and then, first of all, the lady calls me. All right, I'm still at work, and she's like, "Hey, the my I had a I had a cancellation. Can I can't you, remember if I had to take my clothes off or not. Can you get me? That's a big deal for me. Can you can you get me? Can you get here any earlier? And I'm I work like an hour away from everything, so I'm like, well, I'll leave now, but it's gonna be you know I can right. get there early, but not super early. Anyway, get early. She's she appreciates and everything. We go back. She sends me to this room. She says, okay. Take your clothes off. You can leave your drawers on and your socks on. Uh, but put this, they got these like pants or whatever, these medical pants. Boxers or boxer briefs? Uh, boxer briefs. Oh, so package is showing. <laughs> She's not in the room with me. Oh, okay. She's okay. not in the room with me, thank God. Because, boy, <laughs> would I freeze up there. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so she says that. Put these pants on. The pants were hilarious. <laughs> the pants were like these, you know, medical pants or whatever that you put. And there's like the fly is there's no like there's nothing to close the fly except the drawstring. Like there's yep. not a button. There's not a snap. It's just a drawstring like, and an open. It's thing. like a pair of cheap boxers that don't have the button or anything. That, that you have to yes. that you have to that you have to uh, yeah. tie closed yes. right. So that and then the regular medical like gown or whatever that you put on where you got to tie it in the back. I don't know how women do that, like putting on and taking stuff off from the back behind, like behind you. That's ridiculous. I don't know how you do that, ladies, but uh, I had to tie two knots behind my back and uh, not used to doing that. Anyway... (laughs) And, and I don't want any. I don't in. want any skin showing. Okay, so That's I'm right. tie, I'm tying everything up tight. real tight. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, I I get done with that. I go into the MRI room, and she's like, "Okay, lay on the little thing that yep, slides in. Lay on the coffin bed. Lay on the coffin bed." And um, so I do that. You know, she gets me. Okay, uh, she brings the headphones out. Uh, you want to listen to music? Yeah. Did you? Did you I, go music? I I listened to music. So, she, quick question: What flavor? That's the thing. So you know how indecisive I am. This poor woman, man. <laughs> She's like, I said, sure, I'll listen to music. She says, what do you, oh, well, what do you want to listen to? I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> um, Did you let her choose? 
I kind of let her. Ju- I was like, <laughs> I think I said, I don't know, something soft. <laughs> so I'm a look. I'm a, I'm a I'm I'll admit I'm a slow jams kind of guy. I yeah. like my ballads. Hell yeah. Uh, y- you know, that's just what I. It's just what I, I like that better. And especially after like a stressful work day, and I'm trying to hurry up and get there. I'm like, I just want to chill out, and I know I got to try to relax in this thing. Yes. Yes. So th- I, it made sense to me to to try to put something on. So you easy. got. So she's like, well, do you want to listen to Christmas music or something? I'm like, I I, I don't know. Sure. I, okay. I, I don't know. So you got Christmas music. So I did not. She put on like just some regular old music. I don't know. It was just. it was Regular like, old music? What is yeah. that? I don't know. It was. I heard a few songs that I was familiar with. It was mostly newer stuff. Okay. Um so you're like 1071 to kiss or something something like it that. It wasn't like rock. It was like uh no, no, it kiss, was kiss one of like that's like, you know, like R&B and and, oh, and some light hip hop or whatever. It, it was more like maybe Warm 98 stuff. Ooh, Warm 98. Which so I'm, Christmas I dig. music. Yeah, I think yeah. well, it wasn't Christmas. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah Regular, normal Warm 98. Right, yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh January to November Warm, warm 98. 98.5. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Welcome Steve Snodgrass into the show. That's right. Um, and uh, so anyway, so she so she throws on some music, or whatever, and she. So I'm like, okay, this thing, you know, it's I can tell it's it's an enclosure, but yeah. uh, I'm like, okay, I think I can deal with this though. I think I'll be okay. And so after I think that, and she puts the headphones on and everything, and she gives me the little this little squeezer thing, and she's like, this is the thing. If you need to get a hold of me. Squeeze this deal. Oh man, you had a squeezer. I had a squeezer. Man, I don't so, think I had a squeezer. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had a squeezer in case I had a panic attack. So, um, so she kind of, so she after I do that, I let she, I, I lay down. She puts this like contraption right over my face that like is almost like a frame for my face, kind of. Yeah. But it's still like plastic and stuff, and it's like right here in front of my face, right. And then she raises the bed closer to the top of the inside <laughs> of the daggone thing. Coffin. The coffin. And, uh, MRI coffin. Yeah, MRI coffin. And uh, so I'm like, okay, this got a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so even after that, she kind of slides me on in, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it stops like maybe around like my stomach or so. Oh, nice. So I'm only in lucky. that far. Nice. And and I can like I I kind of and like right before she starts sliding me and I said I can close my eyes, right? I just didn't know the rules or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want to make sure. She said yes. And it looked like she was like, "Yeah, I expect you to do that because a lot of people do that maybe." Yeah. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm keeping my eyes closed cuz if I open my eyes, yeah. I, I will. I'll, I'll I'll get I'll get claustrophobic in there." So I realized, though, that I can still see, like, some of the outside. You know, if I just kind of, like, look down with my eyes a little bit when I'm in there, I can still kind of see the outside of the uh, the thing a little bit and still see the room. I'm like, you know what? I'll be, I'll be able to be okay here. So I went ahead and closed my eyes anyway. I'm like, if I start feeling a little claustrophobic. Look straight down. I look straight down. I can see the outside. That lasted about one more minute. I had my eyes closed. But I felt the thing slide all the way in. Yes. I was going to say, how did you not go all the way all in? All yes. the way in. <laughs> so I get all the way in there. I'm like, okay, I can not open my eyes. <laughs> and when I first made the appointment a week ago or so, they said it'll take about 45 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm thinking, I have to keep my eyes closed. 
and not panic for 45 minutes. Did you fall asleep? In this coffin. And then the mind game started playing. All right. Yes. And one of those mind games was, okay, it'll be easier if I just fall asleep. And then I thought, but if I fall asleep and I wake up and I don't realize where I am or what's going on, I'll panic out. right away. I'll open my eyes and I'll panic right away. So I'm like, I have to keep my eyes closed and I have to try not to fall asleep. So I have to keep my eyes closed for a long time. Good work. That's tough to do. And so what did you do? So what did you do to stay awake? I I was uh, I was distracted by my brain going on. Don't uh, get claustrophobic. Don't panic. Don't move. The music's on. The music's on, but the the machine is super duper loud say, with all kinds of so noises. <laughs> all kinds of different noises. And uh, so that's part part of that was probably helped me. It like you know yeah. obstructed the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounded like you were logging onto AOL. Yeah. So. So I had the music going, I had the noises going, and I'm kind of like concentrating on trying to concentrate on one or the other, kind of bouncing back and forth, and I'm just playing these playing these mind games with myself. Like, you can't open your eyes, you can't open your eyes, and then your eyelids aren't completely, like, don't make it completely black. You can see, and when there's light, when there's good yeah. light, you can see like a reddish images yeah, or, or you know what I mean? Or, sure. Yeah, or you can tell when the light changes. Yeah. And I could, I felt like I could do that. So, you know, whether things were, I think I slid back and forward a couple of times again, you know, and not all the way out, but I, you know, and it was even then still hard to tell because there was, the machine was vibrating so much with all these noises and I'm just thinking so hard about, oh my gosh, what if I panic? What if I, what if I like just have I hope to? Nobody sit up? listening to this has to go in an MRI machine soon. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, it, it, this lady, me and this lady are the only ones in this part of the building back in this room. I saw nobody else back there. Yeah. If she wanted to, she could lock me in there, and I could die right there. I don't know if you die. You could get out of the machine. I guess unless there's some sort of door in the front she can close, unless she can close it up. In Your the front. mind's going way too crazy. <laughs> it was going crazy. I'm like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm, if I open my eyes, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to get out. Yeah. So I had to make sure my eyes are closed. I'm kind of seeing the lights change yeah. through my eyelids and stuff, and I'm like, okay, okay, relax. And then I start falling asleep a little bit, a couple of times. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you know, and then when I start, to, when I just start to fall asleep, sometimes I'll wake myself up by twitching real hard. Yep. My body like twitches yeah. real hard. Did they that tell happen you, twice? Did they yell at you for that? No, I got yelled at for that. Did All you? right, I'll tell. We'll get into <laughs> my story after this. So Go this ahead. is almost done. So, but I think they were minor enough movements where it just. But I kind of like <laughs> it, it. Kind of like woke me up out of the half sleep or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, finally she she moves me out, and I'm like. I'm like I, I I I'm pretty sure I'm coming all the way out of this thing now. I'm like, okay, is it, am I actually coming out? And is it, I'm I'm like, we got to be like halfway done all, only, and come out. And I, I just keep laying there, and she's like, okay, you can get up, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so. I think, and and the only way to tell how much time I was in there was I was trying to do the math of how many songs I think I heard. So I think I may have heard like times four, maybe eight sound. Yeah, three and a half, four minutes average song maybe. Yeah. So I think maybe I heard about 
eight, nine songs, something like that. So I think I was maybe only in there 20, 25 minutes, maybe somewhere in that range. Somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes, I think. So luckily I wasn't in there for 45, I don't think. Um, but <laughs> it was, I mean, just my mind Congratulations, going man. a million miles an hour about every possible scenario. There is so That MRI machine is so crazy. It is, dude, you get, it's literally, you're in a coffin is what you're in. I mean, it's no joke. Noise is like crazy. So when I had mine- I coffins make a lot of noise. <laughs> No, but you're in a coffin that makes a lot of noise. So I don't know if that's any better. That's worse. Yeah. <laughs> so when I had mine, I had it on my shoulder. I had an MRI on my shoulder. They had to first off, they had to uh, shoot dye into my shoulder. So before I got in there, I'm laying there, and this doctor comes out with this dye needle that's three inches long, oh, and he's got to get it into the bury it into my shoulder, right? And he's done it in there. And I'm Oh my God! He said he gave me some kind of numbing shot that he didn't do first, or he did, but he immediately <laughs> shot the other one right away. So I got all this stuff, and he's deep in there, and it like it was painful. So he's like, "Sit up slowly, and then we'll walk to the MRI machine." And I was like, "All right, cool." I sit up slowly, start walking the MRI machine. I almost passed out. Ooh. That like I was about to, to throw brain. up. I was about to throw up, and I like almost fell. The lady that's walking me to the MRI machine's trying to hold my fat ass up <laughs> <laughs> as I'm falling to the ground, and she's like, "It happens. It happens. Younger people have uh, their, they, you know, older people. This doesn't happen to because their muscle density isn't there, so the the needles just slide in. But with the more muscles, they tense up, and it just makes things." She goes, do you get nauseous easy? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, that's what it is. I was like, well, this sucks. Can't wait to get inside this coffin. When I'm already feeling yeah. sick. I don't get claustrophobic easy, but, you know, everybody, you always hear stories like yours. Mm -hmm. So we get in there, and the lady's like, we will listen to it. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you throw on some classical? Yeah. Some classical music. There you go. I was like, let's do it. So she gives me some headphones, slides me back in this machine, and I'm like waiting for the music to come on. And the next thing I know, noises like crazy all over the place. She ain't ever turned my music on. Oh, no way. <laughs> no music at all. I fell asleep in five minutes, dude. Wow. I was out. I kept waking up twitching because I twitched when I wake up when one of those noises would go off a little louder. Sir, can you please sit still? Oh, sir, can you please be still? You're making this last longer. We have to do that again. Oh, I think I was in it for like an hour and 20 minutes. Whoa, I was in it forever. I fell asleep like five times, dude. I fell asleep <laughs> like five times. I was out like a light, dude. You you get me in a place. I don't care how confined it is. Confined is probably better. If somewhere where I'm allowed to shut my eyes, boom, out like a light. I don't care how loud the noises are around. I came out when they finally pulled me out. They said, um, was the music on? And I was like, oh, no, I think you forgot to turn it on. She was like, I thought so, too, but you didn't say anything, so we didn't do anything with it. And I was like, I was good. I just kept falling asleep. <laughs> I had where you where you had to keep yourself awake. I was like fighting to stay awake in that really? thing, dude. It was hard to do. It was yeah. hard to do. But, yeah, that's my MRI. Oh, machine. man, yeah. an hour 20. Totally fell asleep oh. in that thing like three, four times twitching like a crazy man <laughs> i dude the noises were like white noise to me dude I was... I, I, for a while i was trying to 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 
hear them as white noise. I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna just gonna you know, because sometimes you have like an air conditioner on or yeah, something like that yeah. at home. You're like, okay, that that'll put you to sleep. Yeah. There are too much too many changes in volume and types of noise and. It was just hard to man. It was hard to to do, and it was just like the, some of the nasty noises that you yeah. know that reminded me of trying to log on to the dial-up internet. Of all the chat rooms you were in, yeah, up. man. Hey, well, instant messenger. You kidding me? Uh, Adam Reds fan. Adam Reds fan. I was uh, I was Wit Boy. Wit Boy. I remember Wit Boy. I was Wit Boy. I remember, yeah. I a lot Whip of Boy. people. A lot of people did not like that because for some reason they read W H I T T as W H I T E Boy. And oh. I used to get crazy weird messages just oh. randomly all the time. And you had to explain it's my last name yeah, and it's not I'm an not, E. I'm not read. white boy, I'm wit boy. Yeah. I mean I am a I mean, white you boy. You are also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was fun. Uh I'm glad you got to have your first MRI. That's felt, that's a good that's a good time, right? You I, feel feel I'm I'm proud of you, I to felt, be honest. Thank you. Thank you. I felt like I needed a cigarette after that. A cigarette. <laughs> So I went home, made a root beer float. That a boy. That's my cigarette. Can I tell you something? Yeah, this please is do. this is this is uh just between me, you and the millions and millions listening. Mm-hmm. I've never had a root beer float. Uh ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce my retirement effective immediately from the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I don't uh, like I'm, I'm root beer. That's and right. Why you would don't. I put That's root right. beer with ice cream? That's right. You don't like root beer. And I don't and understand how you even eat it. Do you like suck the root beer up with a straw and eat the ice cream with a spoon? How how does it work? Do you just mix it until it's like a frothy drink? There will be some natural mixing uh that will soften the ice cream and it does make it a little bit more of a whipped sort of a sort yeah. of thing. But you still so it's obviously for me. Do you eat it out of a bowl or a cup? I I've done both. I I, I eat more ice cream out of a cup now than a bowl. Used to, you know growing up I always ate it out of a bowl, um, but I try to do portion control with the cup. Now when you fill the cup back up about five or six times, <laughs> then you're eating like two or three bowls. So that's right. You know, uh, but I got to do what I got to do to try to trick myself into thinking I'm not doing too bad. Uh, but root beer float is like one of my favorite things yeah. you can possibly have. The but Schmitz I understand al- the Schmitz always loved root beer. If you don't and like, you root guys beer. used to have root beer floats, and I wouldn't. Ha- I just have ice cream at your house because I didn't want the root beer. Yeah, you know I what? Remember that, that growing? That's up. okay. I forgot. If you liked root beer and you never had a root beer float, I I would have I would have given you a Stone Cold Stunner or something. Oh, that would have been awesome in studio. Stone yeah. Cold Stunner. This right is on not Facebook a big studio. Live. As big as it looks on Facebook Live, this is not a big area right now. Hey. Camera ads, six feet. Uh, so, <laughs> congratulations to the MRI. We'll say that. Uh, is there another congratulations in hand? Because a few weeks ago, you had to go from work to a basketball game. Your uh, assistant JV coach for uh, Oak Hills High School girls basketball, and you had to go straight to a game. I Was did. that the first time you've ever changed in a car? Not even close. Oh, okay. Now the the video I saw was just uh, that you had one different shoe on and I think maybe a different sock or maybe the socks were the same. I'm not sure. But uh, uh, you're going to have to explain because you were pretty excited about changing in the car if a cop pulled you over. Yeah, so I just I, I changed one. I don't know why I did this because it only takes like 
like 10 extra seconds when I got to the game that I could have just changed both shoes at the same time. But I guess I was trying to save as much time as possible. Yeah, 100%. I'm totally good with that. So I was at a red light, and I, I took off my left shoe because my right foot is on the, on is on the, the brake on pedal. The brake. Actually, I've always uh, – go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I think I know what you might say. but uh, So change the left shoe. So light changes. I'm like, okay, got to go. So – I'm driving for a while with one dress shoe on my left foot and one gym shoe on my right foot, right? I go <laughs> I, I go to work and wear gym shoes at work, and then I change into dress shoes to coach basketball. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But anyway, that's what like I did. Like everybody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I had – and I just thought at that moment, like, it would be really funny. It, the bad thing is the first thought I had was, what if I got in an accident and had to get out in front of a bunch of people and had two different – types of shoes on <laughs> not even two different gym shoes two different types of shoes <laughs> and uh and that would have been really funny and then i thought wait a minute i don't have to get in an accident in this fantasy i just have to get pulled over and the cop has to has to has to pull me out of the has to ask me to get out of the car whatever. which has happened to adam before uh i had well yeah oh i was out of the car because i was in an accident and then i was escorted into the police cruiser um this is i think that's like episode six or seven something like that <laughs> go back and check it out uh maybe the first, was it the first time bobby was did we talk about that when bobby was on uh, i think we did i think we did talk about that when bobby was on first ever uh in-house guest gotta get bobby back on here um anyway so so i just had that thought and uh i have i have had to change in the car a couple times uh like for different full things. change i've changed explain, my pants in the car before change. So this time it was um, really all it was was shoes, and then I took my shirt that I wore to work off. I had another shirt underneath it that I kept on, and I just put our pullover that we used to, to, to coach in. So I wasn't I, I wasn't really call, I don't even call that changing. Okay, I wasn't I don't call that changing I wasn't, in a car. I wasn't no skin was ever exposed, <sighs> but I have had to do that. Yeah, have you ever had to take your drawers off while driving? I don't think I've ever had to do, to do that, but episode whatever is your story about. Oh, where <laughs> about I where that. I dropped deuce, where I deuced my drawers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's different. But in all reality, before that, the reason I was so good at changing and wiping my own uh, rear end with the drawers that I had had on before that, without getting any any flatulence or 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 dookie on the seat. The reason I was so good at that is because years and years I would drive from work to the softball field. Yeah. And I would literally take every piece of clothing off and got- completely change. Talking about drawers off, I put my sliding shorts on and a jock strap. When you can put a jock when you can change your jock strap <laughs> while driving down the road, that is real. That's real. However, what I wanted to tell you was That's so dangerous. If, I don't know about that. I was it's pretty good so, at it. So I, dangerous. I didn't wait for a stoplight. I just did it while I, I was know. driving. That's why it's so dangerous. So what I found, though, as a man who has changed in the car many, many, many times, uh, if you're changing shoes, which happens to me quite a bit, I find if you get to a light, that's when you change your driver's foot, your right foot, because that's when you can stop and put your left foot on the brake. Yeah. While changing your right foot and not have to not because I am not a left footed driver. It is not no. pretty like I, 
like head jerking all over the place. That's my chance to get my right shoe off and or get my right shoe on or tie. While I'm driving, I can take my left shoe off. That ain't nothing. I can get that <laughs> yeah. thing on and off and note with it with with ease. That's true. Yeah, with you can ease. change that one without stopping. Yeah. I can drive with my knee, my calf, my thigh, <laughs> my hamstring. I can drive. I can use that. To, I, I can steer my car with anything except for my left foot. <laughs> <laughs> Lips, nose, ears, anything. This nose has done a lot. A lot of driving. Yeah, a lot of driving. I don't know about a lot of driving, a lot but of it miles. has driven before. A lot of miles on that. It nose. has driven before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was a funny thing. Uh, thinking about that, uh, if I would have gotten pulled over or in an accident or any situation where I would have had that, so, so funny. I never in my life while I was driving, I more thought I more thought about man. I hope I don't get myself in an accident. Not what would happen if I was in an accident. Yeah, you you just just barely get the jock strap up. And I would bam, totally, I would totally hit. get out of my car <laughs> the in my in my sliding shorts with a jock strap over top and just get out like that. <laughs> uh, I believe that you would one hundred percent. I totally believe no that. cup too. So you know, not even not <laughs> like very the very very little bulge as possible in that case. <laughs> not showing any manlyhood off at all. You know the sliding shorts are tight, man. It's, they are, it's and be... then you suction that up with a jock strap with no cup in it. Yeah, yeah, that's not. It doesn't do any favors for you. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Well, moving on. So, so our our <laughs> our. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I had for changing. That's all the I car. got too. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, so to move on then. If you have a if you have a changing in the car or an MRI story. Please share it with us. We're Nosebleed Sports Podcast on Facebook, right? Or yep. It's just Nosebleeds. It's just uh, Nosebleeds. Is it? I think it's just Nosebleeds. All right. I think it's just Nosebleeds Pro- on Facebook. There you go. Find us on Facebook or individually on Twitter. I'm at Adam Schmidt 44 Look for the Nosebleeds headphones uh, on on any of the platforms. That's what you're looking for. That's us. Yes. Or on Twitter, I'm at Adam Schmidt 44 and you are? At SickWitted. Uh, and and send us your stories, your MRI or your changing clothes in the car stories. Yes, we'd love to hear them. Definitely want to hear them. I will. I will heart all of them and even uh, <laughs> and even do the the multiple arrows. Yeah, retweet. To send them back out again. Maybe even multiple arrows with a comment. How about that? It depends on how good the story is. Yeah. All right. Make it good. Make it good. Bring, I want to hear it. Bring your A game. Um. So moving on to our last our last segment, the comedy segment. Um. We had, because of the crazy stuff that's been going on at both of our jobs the last couple weeks, um, we have – our comedy segment is going to be a little bit different. So originally we were going to – a couple weeks ago we were going to do um, Mike Birbiglia Sleepwalk With Me, which is really more of a movie uh, loosely based on his experience with With his – sleepwalking disorder. right. Where he could kill somebody. He could kill somebody. He almost killed himself. Uh, and so we were going to do that. We then realized when we were both went to watch it that it is on Amazon Prime, which we both have. Yes. But it is one of those things that you also have to pay yeah, for. Extra. Pay extra for. Extra for. Which I, I did not do. You did not do, but you also had an issue. You were trying to do that, and there was an issue in the hotel I that you were even, at. I couldn't even pull it up. It wouldn't even allow me to do it. Yeah. So there were technical technical issues for you. Um, I went ahead and did it just because I had wanted to see that movie for years anyway. Um, 
So I, I went ahead and paid the four bucks for 72 hours or however long you get it to rent it. And uh, I watched it, and I'm glad I did. I think it was worth it. Uh, it was good stuff. Was it funny? It was funny. It was funny. It was funny, yes. It wasn't like his stand-up special funny. Yeah. But it was funny. He incorporated humor telling the story. Did you learn anything? Um, you know what, what was interesting? I don't know if I... I don't know if I really learned anything because he talked so much about it in his la- in his latest yeah. uh, special called the that new one. That we watched the new one, yeah. Um, so he told very funny, by very the way. funny. He told the stories from basically that that movie covered. Uh, he told them in that yeah. special, so um, it was really just kind of a, a an acting out of his jokes essentially uh for some of that stuff but they he did a good job and it was really interesting because he would like he narrated it kind of but it was like cut back to him driving his car kind of like giving a little update in the story or making a comment on what you just saw in the movie and then go back to the movie and he was playing a character that was based on him he was a comedian and when he was first starting out, he was playing himself. He was playing himself. He was starting out. He he got a job working the bar at a comedy club, and he would get like a couple minutes at a time. And he only had like he only had like maybe ten minutes of material at that time, or fifteen minutes. So it's probably good that he only had a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. So so he was just starting, and people were telling him he wasn't funny and stuff like that. He was bombing, and then he met this uh, this agent, and he. She seemed like she was not a good agent, but he didn't have one, and he was just trying to get something going off the ground. Hooked up with her, and eventually she got she got like reluctantly got him just this crappy, I don't know, at some college or something like that. He went and did that, met uh, another bigger comedian in the process, and kind of got a couple couple more gigs, and then kept getting better, and it kept building up and up and up. And uh, but during that time, he was also just then learning about uh, his sleepwalking situation. He was he it, the whole thing was with his girlfriend that he was with for like seven or eight years, um, and she started like it had just started at that point, and, you know, in his twenties or some late twenties right. or something like that. Um, and it was like it showed like he his for the first time he realized it. He they were staying at his parents' house or something like that, and he was she woke up in the middle of the night and he was standing up in the middle of the room, kind of like gently kicking this uh, laundry basket because he said it was a, um, what was it? It was some like odd animal. He's like, there's a muskrat in here or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't a muskrat. I can't remember what it was now, but it, it, he was like, kind of like gently just kicking the thing, just standing. And he had no idea cause he was sleeping. Right. But he was standing up thinking there was a, an oh, animal. That in the room. awesome. So, uh, so that was, and then he kind of like kept brushing it off and brushing it off. And his dad was a doctor and his dad was trying to tell him like, I know all these people that can help you and stuff. You need to go. I'm going to make you an appointment. And he kept blowing it off. And eventually he realized he had to, he jumped out the story that he told in his special. Yep. He jumped out the window of a La Quinta Inn <laughs> and, uh, almost severed his femoral artery and he would have bled to death if he would have done that. So. He finally, that made him go to the doctor and get tested and, you know, ran all these tests and everything and found out what he has. And um, so he has this sleepwalking disorder and now he zips himself up in a sleeping bag and wears mittens at night. That's so awesome. Has to sleep in a separate room. Please, please watch the new one. 
that is a great comedy special uh, that he does, and, and he gets into a lot of that stuff. So that and watch the movie, right? I yeah, mean, the, movie the movie was really yeah, good. Get the movie, the movie out. Was yeah, good. It was good. Watch both. I th- I think it was a great thing that we decided to do, watching those two things Together. back to back, um, because they you know they were so closely related. So. Uh, I was glad we did that, and then we decided to uh, watch um, Tiffany Haddish, her new new special, um, which was Black Mitzvah. Black Mitzvah. You don't know this about her, but she is Jewish. Um, And so she really is. And she, uh, so, so anyway, she, that was part of it. She talked about, she's been to like 500 bar mitzvahs and, uh, anyway, it was uh, it was a whole thing, but we're actually going to talk about that next week. Yes, because I did not watch it as I was supposed to. So, uh, because we were off last week, we and Adam talked about watching it, and I did not. So, I apologize for that. So, to give you guys the opportunity to watch it with us, we're going to watch Tiffany Haddish, uh, Black Haddish, 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 whatever her name is. Uh, Black Mitzvah looks super funny. She's hilarious. Is how many times did she say she ready? I was because of how you were describing it to me. Because this is the first time I've actually seen a stand-up special of hers. I was glad that she only said it a few times. Okay, it was only so a few. it wasn't overused. Good. But in those times. It was really dumb and annoying. And you had no and, idea why it was even going on. And it doesn't make any sense for I have it. not seen the original special or whatever made her famous to say that. I don't even know where that came from. I would like to know where that came from because maybe if I knew the original joke that that came from, maybe it made her famous. Yeah. Then maybe it would be better, but I have no idea what maybe, it is. Maybe it would make more I, sense. Yeah. She is so funny, but I can't stand that. Anyway, I'm super excited to watch that. So, um, uh, 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 Black Mitzvah Check it out We're going to watch it And we'll get back to you guys The day after Christmas Which means that we will be Uploaded live on iHeartRadio SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes All those good podcast uh, sites and, and many, many, many more On Friday next week Two days after Christmas Correct. And then again On Christmas uh, On New Year's Day We will be on Facebook Live Hitting another show and uh, we will be up the Thursday after New Year's, but we'll talk about that next week yeah. because that is going to be big. You know why that's going to be big? Why is that? Because there's a chance that I could clinch the NFL picks of the week. This week? I could. And let me tell you, if you do, if you end up winning this thing, I hope it's this week and not the following week because I can bring in the – wings yeah. next week and i will be off the next day oh. from work so if something okay. happens to me because i'm eating stupid hot wings uh all i, I have to work. do all i have to, i mean all i have i can no i can't lose a game as long as we tie next week i win yeah that's correct as long as we tie in picks of the week i win i think you could even i think i could even beat you by a game well no because then we could the following week we could end up tying at the end right so right, yeah, right. If we, as long as we at as, least if tie, we tie, you, you can't beat me. Right, man. That's I feel so <laughs> comfortable right now. Even though I've, I made a lot of really bad NFL picks this week, I feel really comfortable right now. All right. So on that note, um, yeah, like usual, guys. Man, we appreciate everybody listening. We are we're we've got one show left of season two, and uh, just you know, season two sounds good. You know, it's our second year full year doing the podcast uh it's been a lot of fun 
I've had a good time this year. I think we've gotten better. I hope we've gotten better. If you if you think things like that, please let us know in any kind of comments around Facebook or Twitter or SoundCloud or whatever you watch us on. Um, but but I've had a lot of fun, and I got to tell you, I'm really excited about season three. So am I. Three years, dude. My, awesome. my girls are three years old. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. We've been doing the podcast as long as you, some of your kids have been alive. That is so much fun. Ah, and as soon as you have kids, then we'll definitely have been doing it longer than they have been alive. Yeah, that's never going to happen. On that note, uh, we we appreciate everybody. We will not be on till after Christmas. Do you have any Christmas uh, things you want to say to to all the fans out there? Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas is good. I like Merry Christmas. Uh, I I like uh, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. I happy, like uh, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah is before, right? Happy ha- Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is the day after. We'll be on on Kwanzaa. Okay, we'll be on during Kwanzaa. A special Kwanzaa episode. Ooh, we could do a special Kwanzaa episode. Except I still do not know how that holiday works or what it's about. But we'll figure that out. Maybe we do a Kwanzaa episode. We'll talk about that. It'll we'll be a, a surprise. We will do a Kwanzaa segment. Guaranteed? Guaranteed Kwanzaa segment. I'll take care of it. Perfect, because you know I ain't going to. All right, that sounds good. So uh, once again, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll be on the day after uh, Christmas to to give you some more, a little bit of sports, probably more of these uh, just fun stories from us because there's not a ton of sports going on right now uh, unless something crazy happens. We are going to break out something new next week on college basketball. Stay tuned we're we've got a we've got something we are going to put in the studio and keep track of new for college basketball pay attention log in next week check us out adam merry christmas man merry christmas to you merry christmas to everybody out there and do not forget to turn your headlights on <laughs>